recently had a live interview with political correspondent Clement Magnatella on the NCA, and this was all sparked off by Hein Kaiser, senior journalist at The Citizen, who interviewed me originally and we wanted to understand what is happening online with the democratic alliance and what is surfacing and one thing that came out was who is john steenhazen in this interview we unpack how this data came about and how the youth feels about this now political parties have all started their campaigns ahead of the november municipal elections and while the iec is pleased with the number of voters who have registered, there's concern about the number of new voters. So just how do young people see political leaders and what are their communications and discussions on social media about politics? Let's bring in Carmen Murray, who is a digital and, uh, and content specialist who joins us now to discuss this. Carmen, thank you so much for making time. First of all, help me understand what social listening is. Well, that's a very good question. Social listening and search listening is a tool that we as marketers use in everything that we do. It is the DNA in order for you to understand how to shape and form your campaigns. Social listening is the conversations that are happening online um, in, in social media platforms. And then you've got search listening. Now, search listening is very interesting because in a day, there's about 5.6 a billion people searching questions online looking for a moment of truth that means trillions of searches and that's where the real answers lie and where you can start seeing a trajectory and start seeing trends shaping and shifting ah interesting please share some of the trends with us you will be tracking the the social media traffic on different political parties what will be what will you be looking out for and what have you picked up so far what I'm looking for is to try and see what is the strengths, the weaknesses, where's the opportunities and, and where are the strengths of, of the various parties. I think it's very important to see how they are positioning themselves to the public, but also to the youth, because as we know, we are sitting with a very high unemployment rate. And it is important to see what is at stake here and what are the political parties actually going to do to save this country's economy by saving the youth to get better jobs. So we started looking at um, the Democratic Alliance. And the reason we started with, the, with that was just a draw out of a hat. Um, and we really just want to be unbiased and we want to see what the public has to say. Now, when we started with the Democratic Alliance, um, we spent hours just to try and see what the lay of the land looks like. And something very interesting um, started showing up. First thing that we started seeing was since 2004, we have seen a massive decline of people actually interested in politics um, for all political parties, not just the DA, which is concerning. But furthermore, what we also discovered is that when we started looking at search listening, something that kept on coming up as a very trending question was, who is John Steenhuisen? And that sent alarms up and like, why, why are people asking this question? So we went to go and look at the various social media platforms and specifically on Twitter. And this is what we saw. Cyril Ramaphosa has got 2 million followers. Then we've got Julius Malema. He's almost on 4 million followers. And then when we looked at John Steenhuisen, he was sitting on 167,700 followers. Now, this is not a good sign 
because this means that the positioning and proposition of um, the DA is not resonating with the youth, it's not resonating with the public, and that needs to be addressed. Helen Ziller, once she's entered, you can see the conversations happening on, online. She's got a massive following of 1.4 million. So her voice is stronger than John Steenhuisen when she's in the Twitter sphere. And this is where it becomes very um, interesting where um, the, the, the public actually calls her the Malema of DA. Yeah. Now, this is not my words. This is the words of the, of the public. But it's important for us to pay attention to these things. And I think one thing that is really standing out from a youth perspective is their voices are not heard in Parliament because they don't represent themselves in Parliament. And this is, is something that we need to start looking out for as the manifesto starts being announced and what the plans are um, for the upcoming elections. And we are going to monitor this very closely. So uh, around 400,000 young people are registered to vote um, on the 1st of November. What has your digital search picked up about the interest um, of young people in politics? In fact, let me ask it this way, because you've indicated that uh, since 2004, there's been a decline in the interest in politics. How should political parties reach out to these young people? Because the fact that they've registered to vote doesn't guarantee that on the 1st of November they will go to vote. So you need to influence them uh, to go and vote, and you need to play within a space where they are predominantly. And social media is one of those spaces. Why is it important for political parties to dedicate also um, a lot of effort on the social media spaces to get young people out to vote? I think it's very important for political parties to start realizing that they need to start thinking like the people. They need to be the voice of the people and build the foundation of their their policies and agendas and transformation based on, on not just on, on, you know, lobbying and what's going out on in the world out there, but literally listening to what's going on. Out of research, academic research that we've recently found is that we are seeing that the youth are suffering from, from mental health illnesses due to the fact that they're unemployed. Um, and when people are not in, in, in that mode of participation, this also impacts how they will show up for political parties. But in order for, for political parties to be relevant, first of all, yes, they need to be on social media. They need to be active on social media, engage with people, and also try and understand what are people asking about them online, whether it's an uncomfortable question or not. If it's trending, it means the sentiments are shared all across the youth. Find ways how to answer those questions in order to actually make an impact and form and shape the policies around that. Mm. Yeah. So you'll be looking at the ANC. When can we expect uh, your results? I'm interested to know what people are searching for when it comes to the ANC and some of its leaders. <laughs> I had fun. I, I'm, I'm busy with the ANC and I have, um, it was actually very interesting and entertaining at, at some point in time. But I do think that there's a lot of interesting um, movements happening there as well. And please do note, I am not a, poli uh, a political type of person. I'm all about social media and content and marketing. So for me, all I care about is the voice of the people. 
And um, it's going to be interesting to see what, um, what comes out next. And I hope to share it with you all. Yeah, I can't wait to have you back on the show, Carmen. Thank you for making time. And we'll talk again once you've completed your work on the ANC. Carmen Murray is a digital and content specialist. Ooh.